Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Street Eats and Dope Beats. I'm your host, El Cocinero, Chef Adam. El Jefe. With my boys. It's your boy, Jim Cam. Mike Rock. And our wonderful guest that we're privileged to have today. He goes by the name of... Sarah. What up? Hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks so. for coming. We appreciate it. Always. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to our podcast, Street Eats and Dope Beats, uh, the podcast where we talk about <laughs> uh, the <laughs> DIY music and food hustle and all that good good stuff. So, um, you know, we're about to get into it right now. Um, let's get it. Green faces, I'm still chasing. Shoes fit now, I'm soul searching. A damn thing for the grand scheme. Reason why I've been so determined. Welcome back to uh, Street Eats and Dope Beats. Uh, <laughs> I like that, Mikey. Yeah, I know. You know, you gotta be like Walter Cronkite with it. You know, <laughs> like for those of you who know who Walter Cronkite is. But anyway, I have no idea. Uh, main topic of today, we're gonna talk about uh, challenges and obstacles for the DIY musician, and what better way to introduce that than with uh, our guest, Casero and Jam Cam, to talk about. Uh, about the obstacles and the challenges of getting your music out there, uh, proper promotions, uh, promoters trying to hustle you and all that bullcrap. Janky. Yeah, janky stuff, janky business, <laughs> trash, shady trash, business. Trash. I mean, y'all y'all can elaborate on that a little bit more. I mean, I've, I've dealt with that in situations with um, promoters where it's kind of like pay to play. Mm-hmm. I've had that kind of situation. Uh, is already shaking his head. Uh, in disappointment because he's been there, done that. Uh, just like uh, they want to pay you in drink tickets. Never. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay you drink tickets. I mean, can you, you guys could uh, speak on some um, experiences that you guys may have had? Yeah, I mean, we've definitely, definitely will. been through it. But, but we also definitely want to just get a little bit of your backstory too. Oh, yeah, for sure. and just kind of. I mean, because I've talked a little bit about my music hustle and yeah. you know, but I want to just really excited to have this combo with you because oh, I've yeah. been. Seeing your grind, multiple people from different circles have been mentioning you, and then this all coming together. So definitely <laughs> yeah. want to just kind of get caught up yeah. with what you got cooking. Yeah, we want to see the origin. We want to hear the origin story yeah. too. Yeah. So uh, the Bruce Wayne story. Yeah, the Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. became <laughs> Batman. Wait, <laughs> well, Bruce Wayne is Batman. Well, all right. So, well, to answer the first question, like the whole DIY stuff, and you mentioned pay to play. Like I always tell people, like from the jump, like I've never ever done pay to play and the reason why is because i used to have like this mentor and he used to work for like universal and like like he used to manage like this really big artist that i was a fan of his name's donald glover and uh he used to always tell me he was like uh if you're gonna pay to do a show that's stupid because you have to value yourself and he was like so if no one's paying you to do a show then don't do a show that makes just, sense. That means you need to be yeah. better. Common like, sense. Like, be yeah. better to the point where they have to pay you to do a show. And if that point doesn't come, then keep working. And I'll, I've lived by that, like, to the fullest. Like, even if it's, like, 50 bucks, like, yo, here's gas money. Like, that's still them paying yeah. you. Yeah. True. That's a game right there. Yeah. Game and game. I always tell, like, because kids always ask me, they're like, yo, like, like, should I pay to play for this show? Like, some kid used to ask me, like, yo, like, uh, I'll give you, like, 50 bucks to, like, open up for you. I thought about it. I'm like, that's a cool 50 bucks right there. <laughs> but I told him, like, you know what, bro? Like, don't ever do that to anybody. Like, don't be the guy that's selling 25 tickets, 50 tickets just again to open up for somebody. Yeah. Because most likely, like, like 95% of the time you open it up for, like, someone that's big like that, you're not going to meet them, one. Mm-hmm. 
and they're not going to talk to you too and they're definitely not going to shout you out on instagram or your music and they'll probably like, blur your name out on the flyer too yeah and yeah <laughs> oh, damn really yeah think about like how many yeah. times you see these dudes like yo i'm opening up for uh cardi b or something yeah and then you never see cardi b post that flyer with the name on it so yeah of course yeah yeah it makes sense so i mean that's like how i got started back to the origin story yeah you know it's been like three years i think since like i've been doing music like for real for real mm-hmm like I used to mess around with like my homies and like freestyle in the car. Okay. Talking about, you know, girls that we never had. But mm-hmm. um <laughs> I just like it's serious one day because my homies were like, yo man, like, you know, why don't you like stop being a dumbass and like take music for <laughs> real? Just do this for real, bro. Yeah. So yeah. it was been like three years since I put like a like my first like real song, mm-hmm. which was like 808 Love. Shouts out to like my first rap song. Hey. That's just cool. And you know, and that's when I that's when I met my mentor. His name is Byron. Slash Byron and Mike. There's two dudes. Mm. Byron works for Universal. Mike Reed was the dude that used to manage Gambino. So word. And so, uh, he met me. Well, he hit me up one day randomly on Instagram. He's like, "Yo, I work at Spotify." Slash. Well, he just said Spotify at the time. I'm all mm. cool. What's up? And he just like met me one day in LA, and I played him all these songs I had, which was like before I put anything out. And he gave me like the full blueprint. It was like, mm-hmm. "You got eight songs that you got recorded." He's like, what are you gonna do with it? And I was like, I'm gonna put a project out. It's gonna blow up. I'm gonna be the next big thing. Fuck everybody. Like, can I cuss on here? Yeah, you can. Okay, my bad. <laughs> I'm all, I'm all <laughs> yeah, you can. I'm all cussed already. My bad. So <laughs> So appreciate you asking. Yeah, my bad. My oh, you're bad. Good. FCC come through. Yeah. yeah. So like, so it's like, like, dude, I'm just like another thing I learned too that he taught me, and that I seen like in like actual music world was like. He was like, unless unless you're like popping already, unless you're like Drake or Justin Bieber or something, like there's no reason that like a DIY artist, like dude coming up, should ever put out like a 12, 15 song project. Mm. And at first I was like, tripping, stupid. You don't know. You don't know. You're too big time. You don't get <laughs> yeah. it. But he broke it down. He was like, think about it. Like you put the work in for like 12 songs, right? And say you put the project out. You talked about those like like you're being talked about just that much mm-hmm. for those twelve songs you yeah. put how much work into, and then for the rest of the year people are just like fuck it like when you put it on your music, but it's like y'all just gave you twelve songs. Like, yeah. But he was like, but think about it if you like were to stretch that, take twelve songs and put it out one at a time, like a month every two months, mm-hmm. you're being talked about constantly. Absolutely. And yeah. I was like, oh. That's interesting because like yeah. the whole construct of like having albums like put out like by you know um, or even like mixtapes for example like from yeah. artists like from the past years like even like way back yeah. it, that whole idea was uh, that was the solid that was the the, the standard yeah. for everything you yeah. know yeah. for you to come out with like an album with like 12 tracks yeah. put it out and then listen to it all year almost kind of or even wait till the end of the year or Till it cycles up again, yeah. and then you come out with another one. Yeah, yeah. So like, I took that to like heart, and I was like, and I met this dude like twice while he was in LA, and we just text every now and then. But like, he was just, he told me straight up, he was like, because I have this song called "But," and it's like this super like catchy like R&B song that I made just to see like what would happen. And it's just mm-hmm. me saying like, saying "But" like every like, like every other line. It's like saying that you're down, but. Saying mm. that I'm cool, but it's a cool song though. But he was like, "Yo, but he, he was like, you drop this." <laughs> he's like, and just watch people like catch on to it because it's so catchy. Yeah, and that's like my has like nine hundred thousand streams on Spotify right now. Nice. So nice. like, yeah. 
slight flex. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. And it was just super like organic. Like I wasn't like, you know, uh, just having like 10 phones playing my song. And I've seen people do that shit. Mm-hmm. But they have 10 phones and they're mm-hmm. just playing this song to get the streams up. Wow. Too like, you trash. Yeah. But super it, trash. Yeah. And it's just trash compactor. <laughs> doing so. <laughs> yeah. So, like, so that's a song that like got me like going, going. And so I do everything in my bedroom, bro. Like extra DIY. Like, like y'all saw my MacBook. That's where I make all my songs yeah. on. And it sounds good. I mean, Thank we you. just heard some exclusive stuff. Thank you. Yeah. They did. They it sounded good. Fire. I was looking at it like, yes. okay, I see. Yeah. And it's super like, I got like, so I used to go to PCC, mm-hmm. Pasadena City College, and uh, I was in like this music department, like working, like uh, I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but <laughs> I was like working, yeah. And like I graduated, you know, I got my degree, but like they're holding my degree because I rented out a USB mic, I never <laughs> returned it. <laughs> so that's I mean, cool. but that, that's what I used, and it's like at Best Buy, it's like it was like a hundred bucks, yeah. but I was kind of like, yeah, I need a hundred bucks for food this week, so. <laughs> so they're literally holding your degree so, right now. Yeah, food diploma. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, literally, they were just like, yo, <laughs> like return this mic or like we hold your degree. And I was like, well, all you got to do now is just cash out your digital. Okay, you got nine hundred k streams. So what's, what's, the, what's I mean, the issue? I mean, <laughs> I mean hey, it's, it's, it's sentimental. Yeah, bro. Okay, like, like this okay. mic's been through it all, bro. Yeah, like yeah, it's seen everything, and then. So uh, what you use is how you use it. Exactly, and dude. The magic that's in that mic, you can't replace that. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's super like scratched up and like it's just sick, man. It's just like a little and like these mics are better than ones we got at home, so it's cool. But <laughs> um freaking uh I was talking Mike, like lately, like I just be taking my laptop and my mic and just be recording in my car. Yeah, just, man. Like, that's crazy. the ultimate sound booth right there. Yeah, just driving to like uh like like well, around here is uh, on Citrus, yeah. like Old Town Covina. Mm-hmm. Just fucking parking, recording. And it's like the last three songs I've made just been in my car. So the one you just oh. played us, did you make that in your car? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Those acoustics and the interior yeah, sound. Sound so. good. What kind of car do you drive again? Just so people like get the right acoustics. Uh, just so people can I drive the car uh, on the side of the street. I drive a 2019 Bentley. I got the Nissan Rogue, you feel me? Hey. Out here. Dad car. That's All right, a, that's that's so. dope. No, it's that's crazy. You, you brought you 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 brought up some pretty good points about like dropping albums because yeah. I, I think that's and the the biggest struggle for an artist is yeah. is knowing that like there's art and there's there's like music and then there's music business. Yeah. And a lot of artists they just get geeked out on completing bodies of work. Yeah. Because they're fans of bodies of work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They they listen to the Illmatics or or the graduations or whatever it is, they just know these bodies of work. Yeah. But a lot of these people that like, I think because like streaming is so new as well, you got to adjust. You can't just do stuff the way it was done 10 years ago. Exactly. Even five years ago, I would even challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It's just crazy because like, uh, this was like a conversation I had like 2016, like late 2015. And so it was kind of like before the wave of everything. And this dude was, uh, Mike was telling me, he was like, He's like, you got to be able to think like ahead. So he was like, you know, like the streaming game is changing everything. He was like, you drop a project in two days, someone's going to drop another song, another project, like because of how fast the internet's working Mm -hmm. and social media is like, people are getting stuff like that, like nonstop. So he was like, one is like, you kind of got to like trust your product. And he told me straight, he's like, if your stuff's good, people will let you know, especially now with the internet. Mm -hmm. He was like, if your stuff is good, like, 
uh, people will let you know. The world will let you know. That's how you put it. Like so, instant responses. Yeah. Much, you know. You know, like you'll just say yeah, exactly. And like he said, uh, people in the industry, like people who matter, they're always listening and they'll hit you up. And I never, like, you know, at first I didn't believe that. And then when stuff started happening, I was like, all right. And like Mike knows, like I've been doing shit with like crazy people, that, you know. So, and uh, so it's just kind of like it comes back to like if you're making something good, like you'll know. Mm-hmm. So if I always tell like my homies who make music, they're just like, yo, man, like shout me out. I'm gonna, I can shout you out like a hundred times. If your stuff's not good, like people won't, like people are not gonna bump you. So we'll make something good. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for people to be like, everything I make is good. That what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it's like, you gotta be, because I mean, I've had songs where I'm like, yo, this shit's hot. And then I drop it. I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> like, you know, like, like people let you, like, they will let you know for sure. Let me pull that real Like, quick. I think now with music, a lot of it has to be like relatable to, the, to, to people, you know? And I think that's what, uh, I think what your music reflects to a lot of people. Like, you can relate to that or there's a certain story that you tell to, to certain songs that be like, yo, I remember that scenario with mm-hmm. with this one girl or <laughs> these group of homies or mm-hmm. or I got caught up in this situation <laughs> and I found my way out of, <laughs> you know, like putting it into story form as opposed to talking about trapping all day because everybody's trapping, apparently. You know what I'm saying? So I always think about that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's like music that's relatable in, in some sort of way or makes you feel some type of way because yeah. I think that's what music initially does to you. Like yeah. It, yeah. There's like something that like speaks to you. Yeah. It might be like not directly, but like it's like, yo, I like this beat. I like what he's saying. I like mm-hmm. what she's saying, you know, and, and things like that. And but I, go ahead. Go no, 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 my bad. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> After you. But I think I, <laughs> But I think it's like an organic feeling, right? Like it's yeah, like, it's a connection because how many songs have you heard about losing somebody or losing a girl or yeah. a girl you loved and lost and you know, all of that. Right. But if it hits Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna dig it. Yeah, sure. yeah. and you're gonna bump it. Music is about feeling, and yeah. it's about, like you said, being being relatable. Yeah, like yeah. this records, like I always go back to like that one Drake record where he's like, "I'm the only one that get that could get the job done. I don't know nobody can do it better than me." Like everybody, yeah. whether you're a mailman or whether <laughs> whether you're Damn. like behind the camera or whether you're making coffee. Everybody can relate to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. You know, so and it's okay to to be that. And I feel like if you have, it takes a balance though. There's a fine line between like being relatable and being a cornball. And I yeah. feel like if you you just have to make it just it can't be something that's like over way overdone. And you know, so I mean, I think you're onto something with your tracks. It's like you you have this this vibe that's like um that's very like polished and like mainstream. And I I, I was I was talking to Mike and I told him it's like it's like unapologetically like pop. Yeah, and it's Thank like, you. Nah. and it's like you don't, ha- and that's okay. Yeah, you don't have to be like, like this. Uh, there's like this stigma around like a DIY underground artist that like it's okay to struggle and it's, it is okay. Yeah, it's okay to do these struggle shows and do these different yeah. things. Well, it's okay like, to steal mics from your community college. It's, a, it's okay because this, the, the, <laughs> the community college has a lot of money. No, no, <laughs> no. But you know what I'm saying, right? And it's, and it's cool, and I think it, it that shows in your music. Units went up forty five dollars a unit. <laughs> because of you. <laughs> True. True. Uh, nah, but, but it, yeah, it's it's crazy because it's like um, so uh, with like DIY artists specifically, like I feel like a big thing is like uh, you got to be able to understand like your brand, right? So if I'm up there talking about you know I'm flipping bands every day and I'm trapping and I'm struggling. I grew up in Covina, like I'm not struggling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like right. I'm struggling to an extent, but I'm not like 
you know stealing you people's gotta be like, wallets right to, you know mm-hmm. like it's a it's a different like you know the song i played for y'all uh i'm talking about like having 30 dollars in my bank account yeah you know it's just like it's real it's, it's just shit that making it last two weeks like that shit's real like yeah. uh, that's me right now so it's yeah. like yeah you know like you could talk about a whole bunch of different stuff but it's like you gotta understand your brand like if i had done that and just been like trapping on a on a, on a song like they'd be like fuck this kid like yeah shut up you know yeah in so, covina yeah <laughs> exactly so it's just like i mean so some dudes like you know if that's like their brand that's their aesthetic like go all in yeah and like that if that's the people who follow them and like come to their shows like you know go yeah. go for it like own that shit that's but, what's up no as long like, as as long as you get it there's a there's yeah. a lot of ways to get it man and I, i've yeah. seen artists that are like that but i also see a lot of artists that are like diy that are underground that are talking about positive stuff and yeah, hell yeah i always tell you kind of like you you mentioned two things right now you talked about to, to bring it back you talked about the pay for play shows and about those artists not shouting you out you're not meeting them yeah but you also said something later like people you telling another artist like i could shout you out a bunch of times yeah it doesn't matter you just got to get your shit together yeah so there are to me there is a place for the artist that is coming up that believes in marketing and hustle and yeah. has the the willpower to put out songs and hey if they have an opportunity to open up for x artists yeah. And if it's if it's in their literally if it's in their marketing budget, yeah. and if they're like, okay, I could part with two fifty to open up for, yeah. for you know, for like Denzel Curry at the Fox. Yeah. Not that it would be that cheap, but yeah. And if you can do that, and True. if it's in your if it's in your marketing budget, and you're gonna do it, yeah. that artist does not give a fuck if Denzel Curry shouts them out. Exactly. That they don't care about. They don't care about being on the flyer. That's a different type of artist. Yeah. The artist that. We we're talking about that we're kind of concerned about are these kids that are like, uh, like living these lies, trapping in the music, blowing blowing their whole paycheck on some yeah. on some like extension braids and <laughs> and 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 opening up for someone at the show. That's where it's like these promoters are out here taking advantage, yeah. right? But you know if you know, but I just wanted to bring that parallel back because I think there is room in the DIY world for oh, for smart investments for yeah. being like, yo, I'm gonna put out these songs. I'm on my fifth single in six months. And yo, I'm going to do this pay-for-play one time. Yeah. You know, because I see artists that are… You know what I've been noticing too? Is that there's artists that are that are coming to LA. Yeah. Like, I think if you're from here, you kind of get confused and you, you get it twisted that like, yo, there are thousands of people here moving here, coming <laughs> for your spot. Nah. And though these cats are <clears throat> building their buzz online. Yeah. Like, there's, there's one artist in particular that I saw from Florida. He got his music on some Gary Vee videos. Got up on the playlist, did the Russ approach, and he moved out here. And his first first show out here, it was probably a pay for play, but he opened up for somebody. Gotcha. And then it was she's huge. And yeah. then the earthquake scared him away. Yeah. And then he left. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, 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 But I'm saying like, there's different ways to get it. Like artists are doing it without even doing the like the underground struggle approach. I think the thing that artists over here forget is that like, yo, we're like down down the freeway from the music capital of the world. Like there's LA, there's Miami, there's Nashville, there's Atlanta, yeah. there's, you know, New York, New York, there's Chicago Toronto. Toronto but, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you're in Covina or if you're in Pomona, if you're in IE, people be forgetting that like where where you're this is LA. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. So people <laughs> get too much pride on being from this particular city and be like, no, like you already have the advantage. Exactly. Like I left my family five thousand miles by myself to come out here and y'all just can't save 250 to to yeah. pay for a video or 250 to open up for somebody yeah. like just do Take it for granted just do yeah. it bro because exactly. if not 
these fools, all these transplants that everyone's be tripping about yeah. are coming, like myself, and coming for your spot. Yeah, so Peak like game, yeah. Peak game right the, here. The, yeah. the, all these guys. Yeah, so the thing that I noticed about with the dudes that I know who have done paid for play, like I always ask them, like, once you get up there, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do after? And I was like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, that's yeah, the they point. don't get, they yeah. don't have a plan afterwards. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, because yeah. like, like you said, yeah. like I've always thought about it. Like, there's always been dudes that I thought like, okay, if I if I got on there and I could figure out how to how to take that and and make it into something. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I, I don't want to give all my games to some dudes because it's like, true. Yeah. like you said, everyone's kind of like, oh, yeah, true. But you know, I always try and help as much as away. I can. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I mean, yeah. I, I be helping out as much as I can, like in terms of like what I've learned. Yeah, help yourself first though. That's the rule. But it's just like sometimes yeah. like so say you do pay for plays, like you can use that as a resume. You could be like, yo, and people, I opened up for this person. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and use it to your advantage yeah. in, in that essence. But. And most most promoters, most like people who own venues, they don't fact check. They're just they're not like, did you pay for play? They're just like, oh damn, that's dope. So you could like yo, I opened up for uh, Denzel Curry. I opened up for um, Tyler the Creator. I don't know. Something. Yeah, whoever, yeah. And you could be like, let me do my own show at this venue. And they'll be like, for sure. Yeah. And you just got to figure it out after that. True. Yeah. But you get your foot in the door. And that's what, that's what I did with Los Globos a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I, I told him, I was like, yo, man, I, I did, I did Angel Stadium. I did Sanita Night Market, blah, blah. Let me get my own show <laughs> and mm-hmm. prove to you that I, I could pack it out. And all I, all I had to do was say was yes. And I was like, oh, shit. So when they yeah. said yes, I had to figure it out. And just, After that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's all about getting in the door. Yeah. You know? So. True. And then from there, that's when I met dude from Spotify. And it's just, you know? Yeah. So. You got to have the, you got to have the follow-up plan. Exactly. When you go to these venues and do these shows, like, yeah. you got to, like, talk to the sound guy. Talk to, yep. even the promoters. Like, if you can go that one time where it's like, it makes sense and you can show up and show out. Yep. Like, the music industry is about relationships. So I guarantee you that if you show up and show out, and if it is like a, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say that if it's like out the house productions or whoever it is, I think there's people that do it ethically. I've seen, but then there's like there's other ones that are just like like uh, was it like Afton shows or something like that, mm. or like Sean Healy. Like these are the old school ones where there's just strictly pay for play. But there's people out here now that are like doing stuff at the Observatory and Pomona that are like, you do a show, you network with the promoter, you show up and show out, yeah, like. And you you you're respectful to the sound guy. You're mm-hmm. not a diva. Yeah. You bring your cameraman. You get the right angles to make it seem like the crowd's actually interested <laughs> in, you, in you on stage. You're on a big stage in, yeah. in a in a in a live nation venue. Yep. That's if your stuff is registered, you're gonna get paid for that performance because BMI live. Yep. And on top of that, the next time you go around, the person's gonna maybe hook you up. They're gonna be like, you know what? Like maybe I'll give you this. Or you tell them, you're like, yo. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm interested in, again in doing your next show, but yeah. can I be like the slot? Be, can I be the main opener now? Yeah. Last time I brought 45 people, each of them brought two drinks. Like, how much revenue do you think I brought to, brought to you? Yep. And then on top of that, you get the content. So these pay for play shows are not for nothing. It's only for nothing if you are at your core trash. trash. Yeah. <laughs> Which 90, 95%, like you said. Yeah. So the 5% are the people that yeah. I think it's really worth it. So that's the recipe for you guys. If you guys need more consultation, just birthdayculture.com. <laughs> um, there you go. You can do that. You, you can make it work. But I'm just like, I'm just yeah. one, I'm sick of promoters like taking advantage of that because I do shows and, you know, I've paid people in like drink tickets too yeah. because I know what it's like. But at the same time too, I'm also sick of like artists not taking advantage of this shit. Yeah. Like to be real. Yeah. I, because yeah, it's not that yeah. hard. To get, I, I know some really dope artists that are good people. Yeah. That might have paid for play one or two times, but I know for a fact 
that they're not anymore. Yeah. And they're getting the first call to be like, yo, so-and-so is going to be here. They're the ones that are getting the call directly now from from the Live Nation rap. That's dope. Because they did a good performance. They got their content. Hell yeah. You know, and it maybe took that one or two or five times to pay for play. <laughs> Who I don't know this hey. is the full story. Yeah. But I just know that these are the people that I see winning and those are the people that are making it work for them. But the approach that you're taking too is like dope because… They're professional about it. Yeah. And it's like you have a strategy and yeah. it, you don't… You don't have to be out here saying yes to everything. That's the thing that's yeah. res- that's admir- that's admirable, you know. Yo, you're like the Gary Vee of music stuff right now. Who? <laughs> you. Why? Just spinning Just games. Just quit your job. JMK. <laughs> no, I get excited, man. I'm sorry. It's Just not- quit your job. Stop fucking around. <laughs> Just get it done. <laughs> Is that how I sound right now? <laughs> no, no, not necessarily like that. Stop, but I- stop watching Lost. <laughs> the, 90, the 95% of you yeah. are bums, but the 5%? <laughs> that's exactly what you're we need to get him one of those headsets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those headsets. headsets. Bluetooth headset. Man. Walk around. Sorry, I'm really invested in the Gary Vee. No, uh, that's good. Shit. No, that's… Gary that's, World. So I that stuff that's, subliminally comes out. You got that's me really up. good uh, information to pass on to all you guys that do DIY music. Yeah. And want to get into DIY music. Especially like the younger kids, you know. Like they, they're all about music and they want to make beats. They want to produce. They want to DJ. They want to be rappers. They want to be singers. They want to be all of this stuff. But sometimes they… You just need to steer them on the right direction, and that right direction is productiveculture.com. Uh, you know, or I don't need. Or, I don't know. Or, who needs to hear this? Or <laughs> yeah. K. Dot to, to look at the blueprint. Yes, how true. to Release dope music in the car. And work hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, because I've been seeing. I've been. I mean, I've been seeing you grinding, bro. I think. Thank you. The first time I I, I saw you perform was uh at the Art Walk. Maybe oh, like about 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 three about three years ago, yeah. like right uh, right around the time. Like, a ninja. No, I'm tell a ninja, bro. He's like yeah. everywhere. Oh no, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, no, he's like an A and R, but then like <laughs> I remember three years ago, you were eating this ice cream, and uh, I was there, I was and there. Adam was there, and Nick Piccolo was there, and he said, "Check out my homie Casero." <laughs> right? Is this true? This yeah, hundred percent true. Yeah, it's weird. I'll be doing Yo. weird stuff like that. I don't yeah. even know. Sometimes I'll be like. This one time, da, 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 four years ago. We've talked we've talked about stuff and events, and then Jordan's like, Yeah, I was, I was there. there. We're yeah. like, What? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah, I had a beat set that night. I did it all the time, right? I meet yeah. people, I'd be like, Yeah, yeah I, was three, I, was at, I was three I was, doors down. Yeah. I was Why? like, Yeah, that was at uh, that was at DBA. Wonderwall. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wonderwall space. I remember seeing yeah. that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I saw yeah. you perform and then that's uh because I, I knew Adam and them from Do Right the homies, and I was like, yeah, yeah and I saw it. you perform, and then uh, then we just never got to really fully connect, just see yeah. each other around. No, that's why when Mike was like, yeah, like my homie Jordan, and then when you and the group text was like, yeah, I met you before, and I was like, it took me a minute to like picture your face, but I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. because I'm I'll never forget that was that <laughs> night. That's so funny. Yeah, that night was a like a that was a cool show for me because uh, I didn't do shows a lot at that time, so that was a cool night. But that's I, like when you first started breaking out, like when you're saying a couple years ago when you're like, yeah, so, yeah. so like I, yeah, so like all those songs I I did it that night. Uh, like at that time like I just put them out mm-hmm. and like that was what three years ago so now like one of the songs has like a million streams on Spotify the other one has like 900,000 and I was just like damn slight flex but no nah, and it's crazy because it's like I didn't do anything where I was like trying to like buy like plays like mm-hmm. I just put out it like especially the song I call got uh, the song I got called You Over Them it's like a super like acoustic like chill ass like R&B song like uh, it got put on a BuzzFeed survey. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just like I put it out and some girl that works there had come across my music on Spotify. 
And she liked it so much to the point that she got her editors to like put my song on the survey. Mm-hmm. And you had to answer like five questions. Dope. <laughs> and it's like, yo, depending on your mood, we'll give you a song that fits your mood. But like the trick was it was just me and like some other chick. So <laughs> nice. every two people, like one of them's getting my song. That is hard. Ooh. Yeah. Was this before or after you met the, met your mentor at Spotify? This was this was after. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it was just like Nice. So it's so the fact that he told me that he was like, yo, people that like matter are always listening. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I always like that shit hit me, and I was like, damn, that's crazy, because yeah. they put me like on two like articles, two different songs, two different articles. And I don't know if you guys remember like, a couple years ago, there was like some girl who like made a Spotify playlist to break up with her boyfriend. Yeah, Jordan was there. <laughs> Jordan was the boyfriend. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. He curated it. Jordan was the boyfriend. <laughs> Jordan curated it. Made sure it went out. <laughs> yeah. nah, I, the artwork. It was, I uh, gave her the strategy. For <laughs> All the artists that we're working know that we've had extension conversation about Spotify playlists. That's why I'm just like quiet. I'm like, that's why I asked you, was this before or after you met Spotify? Anyway, go ahead. Oh my God. So that chick, yeah. That, that, so, anyway. no, it, was, it, was some, it was like, it was like the, the article was, it was some high school girl who made a playlist. And it was like each song like if you read it all together formed a sentence I was like I like you but I'm not feeling you like it was just like a oh, bunch of smart. different songs that's, right and the shit caught like it went viral and the screenshot on every article was my song the butt so people would look it up so they play yeah so they're just like also every article you just see K-Sero butt and this was because of BuzzFeed like they put it up and every news article like like that's e, sick. E News, fucking Entertainment That's Tonight. Dope. Okay, flex. Fucking Mario Lopez uh-huh. was talking about the playlist. <laughs> hey, young AC Slater. And every time you just see K Cero butt. And I was like, damn, that's wild. Like, you know, it's just like random yeah. shit. So it's like, yeah. like if you make good music, good shit happens. Yeah. That's what I learned. So that's why 100 percent Did you get on any of the like the official Spotify um like playlists too? Bro. Yeah. Like the editorial ones? Yeah. I made uh I made one song. I made it on a Saturday, put it out on a Monday. It was called it was the OG living single, not the Big Sean living single. That's a story in itself. <laughs> okay. But I put it out, same same beat, because I got it from the same producer. And, oh. Yeah. And okay. uh that same week it got on Spotify uh Billboard 50. Nice. Wow. And I was I was uh I got I hit I hit number 35. I was above Kaylani and nope. I was ahead of chance. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this is it. Like flex. I'm just gonna do it for you every time you say flex. It's just <laughs> I was ready to quit my job. I'm out. Just quit your job. <laughs> I was about to. I was like, dude, this is it. And then that same month or that same week, uh the producer that made it, Cam Obi. I was like Cam Obi. He was on fucking Dreamville's album. But he was like, you know, uh somebody bought the beat like exclusively, like dropped like five G's for it. So the fifty bucks you gave me, you gotta take it off now. I was like, oh, word for Dang. real? I was pissed. He's like, but, like, it's a really cool artist. So maybe that's some, like, silver lining for you. I'm like, it's not, but… But who is it? And then… Yeah, and then he they, he sent me, like, the 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 like the rough track. And it was Big Sean, a Chance the Rapper, Smino, yeah. a living single. And I was like, got it. You're so, like, okay. But, like, you really can't say no. You just got to take it down. So… Uh, yeah, it's in the contract, right? Yeah. yeah so it was just funny because, yeah. like… Uh, Big Sean, like this, like the song I put out, like at that time, it it was like really like popping. Like in a week, I had like 200k on Spotify, mm-hmm. and then was it the same title. Yeah, Living Single. Oh, okay, because uh, he had sampled the Living Single. Um, Got it. Uh, theme song. Right. So yeah, I remember Big Sean put it out. It was supposed to be the single for his album, like the last album he put out, 
But he, and when he put it out, uh, if you go on Twitter, you just see all these kids saying like, "This isn't your song." Yeah, this is some kid that I heard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you know that was all in like the same year, like a six month span. All that shit. Happened. That's dope. What were your influences though? Like music. Like how'd you like get into all uh, of this? Like yeah. who inspired you? Who inspired Case Row to be like, I can do that. Uh, honestly, yeah. First time I heard Drake, I was like, at the time I was like, I wasn't a big Drake fan. I heard him for the first time, and I was like, this guy's whatever. Yeah, he doesn't really do anything too well, but he does everything good. You know? Okay. Mediocrely okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope you know this is no shade to Drake because Drake's the best artist in my opinion. Now. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, hey. at the time, you were just like, this is cool. Yeah. At the time, I was like, <laughs> I heard it, and I was like, all right, like. You know, I'd never heard a dude try and sing like that and then rap like that. Yeah, but he's not really like singing, singing. <laughs> he's not really barring out. Exactly. It's just like you could just play it and you, you can like, understand what he's saying. Yep. It's uh, relatable. Like so would that be like it. a dream, like a dream collaboration for you to work with Drake? Yeah. Hell yeah. I feel like that's, yeah. Yo, if Drake is on my phone right now, he's like, yo, let me hop on your new song. or And then he'll be like, uh, let me keep it. Yo, your verse, the first verse, can you, can you take it off? <laughs> man i have i have heard from like people who work for ovo how that company works in terms of like artistry and like i still love drake but when i heard that shit like yeah. some of the stuff that he does I was like, uh-huh. Ooh, it's a i would, I would not want to be an artist on ovo yes i would team. yes i would drake it takes a team <laughs> no yeah i mean yeah uh there's a couple stories that I'll, that we'll talk about off air yeah um, wow! Yeah, man. I like these oh. like behind the scenes insider stories, right. but you know, obviously, we can't talk about it for public yeah. consumption. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. For Except for that one time that you stole that mic from the school. I, right? man. <laughs> man, I hope that's part of the origin story. You know, like, I hope you know how like uh, when, uh, when, uh, when a comic book hero just gets his superpowers. That's how he got his. That's how yeah, he got that his. That's the spider that bit me, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. No, I was just watching. Um, there's. Uh, it's gonna be super vague because it just slipped my mind. I was watching Hot Ones and there's this comedian that's on this TV show. I don't remember the TV show, <laughs> but he was saying that he's in the like the Chapman, like alumni hall of fame. And he's like, I didn't even graduate. They're holding my diploma. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought of that right now. So yeah, so you're gonna be up there, PCC. Yeah, like, that's so funny. Yeah, they're gonna dope. name the every, music a uh, wing after you. Every Rose Bowl, you're just the, gonna be at the, like in the, <laughs> with the, on a float. Oh, you mean the float. case row wing? Yeah. <laughs> you mean the case row scholarship? Yeah. yeah scholarship. <laughs> Comes with the USB mic. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's funny. So you're a big food guy too, yeah? Course, yeah, what's you your? Uh, I I'm not judging, <laughs> bu- you know, body mass index right now or anything like that. Why are you stuttering, bro? <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> body he was mass gazing, index. He was you know? gazing at Chaser <laughs> like. I know he's like, so you like to eat, right? <laughs> so you like food, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> what accent is that, bro? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Valley girl. Oh, so you like move f- to Glendale. So you like so like food, yeah? So like you like food, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god So after a show That you yeah. That you don't pay after the place show. for After a show Oh man What is your go-to spot Late night Give me a city Give me a spot Alright so Give me an order Give me the address So <laughs> if I am Oh honestly Like cause we began Our shows like at midnight sometimes and I honestly go to Danny's Right by my house oh. But But like Alright guys So that concludes We like to thank you if, if Later I'm, If I'm with like my My homies homies no, That like eat and we're in LA, like we'll go full house. 
Yeah. Like Chinatown. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, nice. Which is a Korean barbecue spot. Oh, I forget the name of it. The one that's open like super duper late. It's open 24 hours pretty much. Yeah. That shit's uh, I can't think of that place. This is in K-Town though. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I was mentioning it to one of you guys or both of you guys before. But so. What about Tokyo yeah. Beat? You ever been to Tokyo Beat? Yeah. I've been Ramen? There. Ramen's fire. Ramen. There. So they're, they're done, right? They're closed. I don't know. Are they? No, no. I think they're still. I was there. Or like, just Beat Cinema don't do shows uh, they, anymore. They, Beat Cinema doesn't do shows there anymore because they they don't have or they lost their cabaret license or whatever oh. that is. Oh, they be, yeah, Beat Cinema be doing the four AM stuff. Right, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the late night after hours no, yeah, type but, situations. Okay, damn, that was a spot though. Yeah, because I think it's still open though, but I I don't yeah. think they do uh, a lot of live music there. I remember like one time at Beat Cinema at a what was it Tokyo Beat? Yeah. All these selection dudes came through. I was tripping up. All the what? All selection. the selection dudes. Oh, yeah. You never know. Yeah, and I was just eating ramen there for like uh, my homie. And I was like, yo, that's Esther. <laughs> yeah, one time I was at a show and then the, the selection crew pulled up. And then what this dude that we was with was just like, you guys are from selection, right? <laughs> and we were just like, like take it home. easy, bro. Don't chill out, bro. Those are the gods, bro. Just chill. <laughs> yeah. But the, Jordan they, was there. But those guys are like, <laughs> those are like Azusa kids, aren't they? Old Joe kids. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Some of them local. Yeah. Esta uh, thinks from like the IE. He's a Riverside kid. Yeah. He used to be go. at UCR all the time. There playing beats for people. I remember that shit. That shit was cool. I, I heard he stole a USB mic too. Yeah. Sure. Hey, that's what we all do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> One time, guys, I, was, I stole a USB mic, too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be part of the club. I just want to make it. I wish I could something from college, really, college one time. Um, That's uh, awesome. <laughs> okay, so what about... What is the... Okay, so... Denny's, Full House. What about home? Yeah. What yeah, you're what, like... What's mom's cooking? Or what you cooking? Bro, I'm on a budget. Every day, Top Ramen. Okay. With Vienna sausages. <laughs> and... Uh, Three eggs. Okay. Damn, three eggs. Nice. I like eggs. Yeah. But when I'm not on a budget, bro, you know, I'll be going to Costco, begin the steaks, some asparagus. Ooh. You know what I mean? Gotta, it up. gotta even it out. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Okay. Gotta balance out. Gotta balance it. So, okay, let's talk about top ramen. What is your egg top ramen technique? Because there's different ways, and I'm just curious. Like, so this is what I do, yeah. bro. So the the pot is boiling. <laughs> Why you gotta do that? You know I mean? Visuals, bro. <laughs> the pot, yeah, exactly. The pot's boiling. You know, yeah. the, the waters are bubbling. Okay, so it's, it's, it's on high. Like okay. Three eggs, pop, drops in. Right when they drop in, I turn shit off. Okay. Nice. Let it, yeah, cook. So that by the time it's ready to eat, it's like a little, like, over easy-ish. You know, you got the little, like a little soft called? boil. Yeah, it was called oh. egg porn where they, like, yeah. crack it in the, yeah. A little eggs benedictine. So, you have yeah. to do it three times, though. Yeah. Cause you got three eggs. I mean, you know, sometimes they like connect together, bro. It's a surprise. <laughs> like they meld. Yeah, they meld. You, you well, got three eggs, bro. Meld. Meld. Whatever. You're on a roll, Mikey. You're on a roll. Nah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, if I had the money, dude, because I, you know, your boy's on a budget. But I'm, I'm, I'm at Korean barbecue, Thirsty Cow every week. If every day, if I had the money, Damn. I don't know if y'all ever been there, Thirsty Cow. Nah, I haven't. This is the Where's that one located at? This is in Hacienda Heights. Okay. This is near Pony Hills Mall. If, uh, it's called Thirsty Cow. One of one. Okay. They got Kobe beef brisket. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's real Kobe beef. Mm. And this shit melts in your mouth. It's like 40 bucks. Okay. But it's all you can eat. And everything there is fire. I love cream barbecue, bro. That's, that's all I would ever eat. Yeah, I need to up my cream barbecue technique. Right? 
Yeah, just, it's just like it's just all protein, bro. If you think about it, it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I think we had this discussion last week yeah, um, yeah. about uh, Korean barbecue and uh, how it's bad for your body. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we discussed. You're wrong. The amount of meat consumption, I think, something like that. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just just about the American. <laughs> yeah, it's the American consumer, way. Consumer, the, the American way. It's keto friendly. No, but uh, yeah, I know. Like I learned the uh, the rice paper technique from you. Oh yeah. Oh, were you? He'd just be like. Like he's wild stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it up on yeah. maybe. We'll Look in your archive. It's in we'll there. We'll do a yeah. DIY video of yeah. it. Yeah. How to eat Korean barbecue the Mike Rock way. Yeah. We're the, doing it. The right way. Yeah. The right yeah. way. I know exa- you don't have to tell me. I know exactly what he's talking about. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> you know. Everyone knows. No, he messaged me or he's like, yo, you're in the, like year 3029 or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. Yo. My homie's wild. He puts the paper <laughs> over his mouth. And he just. I think that's what he does. That's what I do. Yeah. Like, that's what you, hold do. It, you hold it like a sheet over your mouth. And then you grab whatever it is on the chopsticks. Oh, okay. So you know. like turns into like a no. <laughs> a shumai. Like a shumai. <laughs> no, so like a shumai. so once nah, it goes nah, in, you have nah. to twist it. <laughs> now, so so the efficient way, okay, yeah. is you get your little chopstick with the meat, uh-huh. and you put the rice paper on the chopstick. Boom! Straight I to mean, the, straight to the mouth. If you want to cheat, even ratio. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys go rice or no rice with cream barbecue? Sadly, I do both. I have to have rice. Yeah. I do both. Yeah, I do both. Yeah. yeah so wild. if I run out of rice, I'm eating like, rice paper. Like, no, no, you just ask for more rice. Come on. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, it's, it's that's like, an extra dollar. Rice oh, is really? out. You eat the rice paper and then you ask for the rice. And then while they're bringing you the rice, you eat the rice paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're that guy. Oh, I'm that guy at the restaurant where like they come back every time I'm asking for something. Yo, can I get more of this? They come back, can I get more of this? Yeah. Because it's just nonstop. You just gotta be ready. The banchan, they should just make it in bigger portions. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. That's just my. What's what's your favorite banchan? Mine, I still like kimchi. Kimchi is still mine. Oh, you know what banchan is? Mm. It's the side dishes. The side the- dishes, like the kimchi. Oh, I tell the- him take everything off except the salad and potato salad. Like, <laughs> I, need, I, need, I need more space on this table. Pickles. You like the pickle? Yeah. yeah the pickle kimchi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And the, uh, yeah, do like, yeah, the potato salad is just crack all this. Hmm. Burgers, though. What's your favorite burger? Where do you, where's your go to burger spot? There's this place in Covina called uh, Olden Bowl. No, Classic Burger. Damn, both. Classic Burger. It's off of Citrus. I don't know if I've ever been there. I think off I of Citrus and… It's off of Citrus and… Uh, damn. I don't know. It's off of Citrus. <laughs> it's by… It's close to South Hills, like by Eastland. Okay. By the Eastland Shopping Center. It's like this okay. little like dinky hole in the wall. Not hole in the wall. But it's, yeah, one of those spots. It's a little like, rundown. Little mom and pop. Yeah. Super mom and pop, bro. Those, and they those, got the best burgers. The best. Teriyaki bowls. They got this part. They got the burgers and the sandwiches. sandwiches. We talk about this. They yeah. have everything there. And the teriyaki yeah. roll. So you always it, the decision's tougher every time because you're like, I feel like I'm gonna have a burger, and then you get there, you have no teriyaki bowl. Yeah, man. Yo, there's this place in Covina. Decision. It's called uh, Georgia's, like the state Georgia, mm-hmm. and it's like a diner, and they're open from 6 a.m. to like 4 p.m. And I swear to God, they got the best chicken and waffles. Like. Okay. okay. Like I'm gonna hold you to that. Like, have to. like Roscoe's is like McDonald's compared to this. That, place. Like that? Yeah. Like I mean that. I've I've never been impressed by chicken and waffles personally either. Same. So I mean I've only had Roscoe's and then maybe one time I might have accidentally tried the KFC one. <laughs> Don't admit to <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. I didn't even just, know there was one. Yeah, at KFC. For a limited time. Limited time. <laughs> like a couple months ago, KFC tried to do chicken and waffles. 
and it was trash, Eggo waffles trash on the side. Too, trash day. <laughs> no, How was their waffle? Was it like no, it soggy? Was, it was like the <laughs> okay. Before we segue, the Eggo bring waffle. this whole burger thing around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like you know what I'm talking about. It's like the waffles that they serve at the schools oh, that come. Trash. That come in the <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah, not, not I'm not saying I know because I know people that slide me school, you know, food now. But <laughs> sometimes in my fridge, I open it up <laughs> and there'll food. be like school issued uh, waffles. Yeah, it's that trash, but it's good. One of those, you know, trash multi grain, and, and you know they're chicken <laughs> whole wheat, yeah. whole wheat multi grain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, healthy yeah. for your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, so it's called Georgia's. Tastes like cardboard. Georgia's, dude. I'm telling you, bro. I need to try it. It's like. And it's like you order it and they tell you straight up like, yo, it's going to take 30 minutes because we're about to make this shit Ooh, fresh for you. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's a certain reason why it takes 30 minutes. And it's, I like when dude, food takes long. It's, <laughs> and they, yeah. got these, they got these home fries. They're, they're like pretty much like just cut up potatoes with like green peppers and like yeah. onions. Oh, yeah. That's a southern thing. Huh? Home fries. Home fries. I was like, that's home fries. Like, bro, this is hash. It is, fries? <laughs> it's like the most mom and like the lady that owns it, bro. She's just like just the sweetest old like white lady. And she makes, oh my God, dude, my mouth's watering right now. Just talking about Would you be able to write a song about that? About my mouth watering? <laughs> no, fool, about George's. He's like, I already got one. It's out right now. 750,000 plays on Spotify. You got to clarify your questions. About chicken Water. waffles. You just went on rambling about the adjectives about what what happens to your body. <laughs> Bro, see, let me tell you what. All of a sudden, Mike's blushing. <laughs> dude, honestly, dude, sometimes, like, I be like, when I write songs, like, and it's about something that's not about a person. I just change words to like baby girl or like baby, and they go down. You're talking about a girl. I'm like, I wasn't talking about. A girl. I was talking about. I was talking about that home fries. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was talking burger. about the feeling. I was talking you, about yeah. that 30 minute fried chicken and waffle. Yeah, yeah, y'all gotta try that. Things. Okay, you gotta amazing. check it out for sure. For yeah. sure. So, where's so your favorite to, burger, though? My favorite burger is still In and Out. We talked about this. I'm probably gonna switch up. Uh, what's your What's your favorite burger? Still, still In and Out, man. Tommy's In and Out. Tommy's and In and Out. Only be only because like they're two different burgers. So yeah, if yeah. I'm gonna, if I might get a chili cheeseburger, then it has to be Tommy's. And for a consistent good burger, I don't think I've ever had a bad In and Out burger, ever. Can't go wrong for a three dollar burger, bro. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Park's finest, no, yeah. right there. What about um? Have you guys had Golden Ox before? Yeah. Yeah, I had Golden Ox. Golden Ox is kind of like the um. They like, do the whole know, like, teriyaki like, burger. Like classics yeah. or the yeah. spot around here too is called Grand Grand Burger. Oh, that place is fire. Yeah, it's actually yeah. I tried it. I was yeah. like, yo, they have everything. I was like, that's it's good. The charbor. Okay, but I really want to ask Adam about this Concha Burger nah. that's been out. Okay, yeah. Okay, so what's up with this Concha? Have you heard about this Concha Burger? I just heard about I've it. Seen today. it. Oh wait, it took me a minute. Yeah. I had to delete my Instagram. Or something. <laughs> yeah. What's the okay? Bring me up to speed because I'm I didn't know. I just read about it. Well, today. I only came across it on Facebook or Instagram, one of the two, and, and I'm just scrolling up or Twitter even, just through social media, and then I saw this burger. And I was like, oh, okay, it looks cool. <laughs> and then the top looked like a like a nice bun. And I was just like, oh, okay, it's a concha burger. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no. like this is this is not good. Like right away, right when I saw it, I was like. I'm tagging Adam just to, <laughs> just to, just to make off. just to you guys make, like to just be outraged, just huh? to make his uh, <laughs> right there. I think. Y'all be part of the outrage culture. Yeah. Okay, to, go. Uh, I want to know why it upsets you because I don't know. Is it culturally? Is it flavor? Is it both? Well, nah. For me, it's not cultural. Okay. Like, like it doesn't bother me. Like, go ahead, fucking put whatever you want. But <laughs> my thing is, is why? <laughs> Number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And personally, <laughs> I feel it's like since we're in this era of like everybody just throwing shit to make a burger. With you know, we've seen the donut burger. I think the Krispy Kreme burger, people make 
you know, the ramen burger. Don't, yeah, ramen I mean, it's like burger, I never got to try that. I but yeah. know it. It's no, don't do that bro. because I feel like if you you know think about eating a concha, yeah, the bread, yeah, it's real airy and weird. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So can you imagine cutting it in half and putting a dense patty and pickles and all this other stuff? It, it's like doesn't even. Yeah. If it's for the well factor, that's whack. Yeah. Stupid. You that's why I'm like, no way. That's you wouldn't try it. Whack. Hell no. So the guy who created it, his name is uh, Adrian Cruz, um, Adrian. out in Texas. Makes so, sense. And uh, the won the uh, Makes sense. twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I just barely heard about it. Now though, it's like it, it's been a while. No, other people have made okay, it. Okay, because I haven't seen it until now. Yeah. So that's like, why I'm like, oh shit, I got to show Adam. You know, nah, nah, <laughs> like, people are starting to get. Him. I want to. I want to see what his reaction is gonna be like. He's it's all, not a new thing. Text us, and he's all like. Yeah, shit, trash, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a fun fact, though. What kind of accent was that? Shit, trash. Shit, trash, bro. bro. Texas. Oh. Uh. <laughs> That's why Texas accent. Yeah, Texas. But trash. yeah, nah, I, I don't oh, know. It's just, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, even if it won the uh, winner of the uh, 2016 James Beard. That's crazy. Blended Burger Project. It won project. an award stop. A James and, Beard, And a James bro. Beard Award. That's so, like… That's like top notch up there. Like, you know, like it's like almost like… I don't want to compare it to like getting like a Michelin star. I still don't understand the whole Michelin star situation because Michelin's tires, but whatever. Yeah. And well, it's the same in, guy. It's the same logo. What it is is back in the day, they used to have a, a book that they used to put out and it had like a traveling book. Mm. So when you travel, oh. you know, you you know, you know open up. Not, so like that Yelp was the Yelp now? before. Exactly. Uh, so no, then okay. somehow it just, you know, caught some… You know, status and people yeah. wanted. You know, you know, you young kids don't remember that. <laughs> back in my day, back in my back day, in my yeah, day. <laughs> I didn't win the twenty uh, first century award. <laughs> yeah, my car insurance. So that's what no. that, that's what that was. So the James Beard Blended Burger Award specifically. Yeah. And James Beard, that's that's right up there. That's up there. I mean, that's James that's Beard. close. You know, and people that game get uh, James Beard awards and. Chef of the Year. I mean, they're yeah. you know they're about that. So would you try the Contra Burger? Nah, now? <laughs> since it won that, not at all. <laughs> I'm just. It just goes to show you. Damn. You know, well, I, I feel just like music. Yeah. Uh -huh. You feel me? Like like okay. music and and now that we have all these platforms and people are putting out music or mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, good marketing, you know, the song might be whack, mm -hmm. okay. but because it has a machine behind it or whatever, whatever's yeah. gonna push it out there into the universe, mm -hmm. people dig it because they're it's forced in their face. Yeah. So with same thing with food, it's like it gets all the it's like a wow, like what the heck? Yeah. All of a sudden now. You know, it's winning awards. Yeah, you know? I think yeah. And and the funny thing is, so I looked into it, the actual blended burger award. You know what? The, you know what it is? No. So the blended burger award is an initiative that they're doing to to. It goes into what we talked about last week. It's about the sustainability of like all this meat product. Yeah. So in order to submit, you need to have at least twenty five percent of your burger be something. So this year, twenty nineteen, the challenge is your burger has to be twenty five percent mushroom, and then you blend it. So when I read that and I'm hearing, I didn't think about it, but now I'm hearing your feedback and I'm thinking maybe the burger is not as dense because it's 25% something else. <laughs> 25%. Hear me out. So I'm just thinking like, if you're, if you're in getting into this competition. Where are you going with this, Jordan? No, I don't know where I'm going. And you're like, I want to stand out. One, you're doing a blended burger, which is like to help the, the earth and all these cows are murdering. And then for another thing, you're like, let me, how do I make it stand out? And, the then they, and they put in the culture, <laughs> and they won. So, so Adrian Cruz, good job, proud of you. You went viral. Hey, props for winning the award, bro. 
But I I agree with like the flavor of it. I'm like I kind of don't get it. No, I should get him on the show. Yeah, Adrian Cruz, your 50 it. minutes of fame. Why? Why did you do that? Why? Like, interrogate like, him. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> because, because be we're down. a border state, and uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. I brought these concha fries for you. <laughs> concha fries? <laughs> Chopped up concha. Yeah. Sliced up. Deep fries. Concha <laughs> fries? Yeah. I got these. It's going to be a thing, Mike. And we have a Caesar, Caesar, Caesar salad with concha croutons. <laughs> concha croutons. Yeah. See? Nah. That's Slap someone up. if they give that to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't That's know. horrible. That's horrible. It's a sweeter Let's not uh, talk about salad. Would you, put, would you put… What about a burger with peanut butter and jelly on it? Yes or no? I try it. I've tried it. Have you tried? Yeah. Have you oh, tried you have. the? It- have you tried the D Snyder? It's good. At a yeah. at a uh, uh, Grilla Mall. Grilla Mall in Alhambra. That's what it is. It works. It's a uh, burger, peanut butter jelly. No, it's the bread, peanut butter yeah. jelly, bacon. Yeah. Oh, the burger, then bacon and sriracha. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Fire. Yeah. But it's yeah. good. Imagine all come the, out the right way. All the people be like, <laughs> "Why? It goes in the right peanut butter way, jelly." I wonder. If, I wonder if people just got all upset about oh. that. Too. Yeah, but then D Snyder's like Hollywood rock, like. Rock like royalty, True. you know what I'm saying? He can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants, dude. If <laughs> twisted, sister. if like yeah, if like Marilyn Manson or like uh, you know any of those guys that come out with stuff like that. What's his name? Uh, he opened up a uh, hot dog shop. I think I'm trying to remember what's his name, but he came out with the hot dog called the Big Unit. <laughs> you talking about? I gotta look it up. You talking about Lance Bass? No, not Lance kidding. Bass. <laughs> Wow, dude! The fact that Adam know who Lance Bass is because he's laughing, dude. I try to, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be serious. I don't know. Um, so if you guys could just make your own crazy, crazy burger, and that you know that would piss people off, that read headlines like we did, what what would you make? Let's start with you. Yeah. Uh, let's this from your culture. Like, what's a burger that you would just like? Dude, I would put. I mean, um, I don't even know if it'd be. Cr- Oh, come back to me. Come back to me. Come back to me. Oh, I think Man, it's stupid right now. This is like not not a planned topic. I just thought of it. Right <laughs> Let me see something to outrage somebody. I don't know. Oh, so it was Alice Cooper. He has a. I'll put I'll put hummus on a burger. Let me know what's hummus. good. Okay. <laughs> just to piss people off. Well, you want like pita, pita buns with some cucumber. Yeah, pita, <laughs> pita buns. A pita burger. <laughs> It's gonna be marinated in hummus and then <laughs> and then hummus spread. You know, this is outrageous. our this is our, our secret spread. And then just outrage the Mediterranean community right now, bro. Or give them know, an idea. Such a <laughs> I didn't think this question through. Yo, I swear, if you see a hummus burger anywhere online, just know you heard that here first. Yeah, I swear. And so the hot dog came from Alice Cooper's restaurant called Cooperstown. Alice Cooperstown, and it's called the Big Unit. Who's Thanks, Cooper? Mike. Yeah, I forgot where, the, where that, that part was going. Yeah, but. <laughs> but I don't know what I would put on my burger. I think uh, a du- a double double will suffice, and I'll be happy. You, you didn't do like a like an adobo burger with like lumpi- like you get four lumpias there, and somebody you stick came some toothpicks to it. Oh. You put lumpias as the buns. Yeah, you wouldn't do that. You're gonna have somebody complain about like I eat the stick. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, then you take it out. <laughs> There's know. always some dumbass that fucking that takes out this. That, like, oh, I forgot you do like a Crunchwrap Supreme, but inside it's Lumpia instead of Taco Bell. Damn. They put a burger. Come on, man. Get creative. Not today, man. Smoked okay. meat burger. I'll do a smoked meat burger. Yeah. With, uh, I'm with that. Pineapple. Pineapples. <laughs> I went to a restaurant that had a burger and it was mac and cheese on it with braised greens and bacon jam. Bacon jam. That's so good. It was $45, I bet, huh? It was like 15 bucks. That's why I was like, I don't know if I should try this. But I did. Sounds good. 
It was weird. I'll say that. I think I think there's. It was a good idea. I think like warm greens is is underrated. Like like I had I went to I was at Delicious Pizza, and they had this pizza called the Rosa, and it was like this garlic, white pesto, mozzarella like not even mozzarella, some weird expensive cheese that you get of like. Vons, not the stuff at Food for Less. <laughs> you know what I mean? The good, the, the good cheese, right? At Whole Foods. Yeah, Whole Foods cheese. And then on top, and then when they then they finished it with the arugula on top. Ooh, nice. Mm. I like was, arugula. It, yeah, yeah, and it was good. It was good both like right there, and then later just like in the box, took it home the next day, heating it up like warm greens. You know. Shout I like to, arugula. Shout, shout out to warm greens. <laughs> we're we're all over the place. Right? Yeah, Man, we're what's, hungry. You know, it's good burgers though that doesn't get enough love. Five Guys. What? I like five you guys. Like five guys? It, you, don't, you don't like it? They're expensive. That's the only reason you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I read. No, it's not. <laughs> if I'm gonna pay nine dollars for a burger, I'm gonna go to the Habit, not exactly. the Five See, Guys. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. If their burgers were like normal price, like five bucks, dude, that shit's fire. If and I don't know. Every time I go to Five Guys, it's just been like one person working. <laughs> they're not training how to operate the fry machine because their fries are always like burnt. The oil is always like. They look at their fries. Their fries are like the darkest fries, not to be colorist against fries, <laughs> but their fries just be tasting like old oil. Duh. I used to work at Five Guys. That's my first job. Okay, so why were you so undertrained? No, there you go. <laughs> hey, I was I was the best fry cook dog in in the Western Hemisphere. Five Guys. Five Guys. But Western we Hemisphere, fishes. he means West Covina. Five Guys, large fries. That's funny. Nah, man. I fuck, their burgers are fire. That's what's up. What's what's the most un- overrated? Oh. Most overrated. Yeah. Overrated. Yeah. Or spot. Period. Yeah. Most overrated spot, period. Yeah. That's easy. Cane's fried chicken because that's uh, yeah. cooked in hot water with no flavor. So. <laughs> Raising Cane's? Ouch. Is that what I said? Raising Cane's? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. Oh, okay. Raising Cane's. I did not it's, know that it's, detail. It's cooked in hot water? What does that even mean? That no they don't, flavor. There's no flavor. It's just uh, here, here's a uh, flavored hot water chicken. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> See, we just had Raising Cane's the other day too and I was talking to Daisy about it. I was like, I like the Chick-fil-A. Sorry, Adam. Chick-fil-A chicken strips better but their sauce and Raising Cane's is pretty tight. And but I, that's the thing. So like my thing is is like, so I, I get into fights with, with my friends about all the time. It's like I don't judge a chicken by how good they are. If the sauce is good, I judge your chicken if the chicken's good. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I'm you just gotta like, be like you're like you're like cool, first. but that's not a valid point. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. and everyone's like, well, you know, like well, why don't you like canes? Your sauce is fire because their chicken is <laughs> trash. <They're laughs> you sound co- like see, you sound like me talking about Chick Fil A. Yeah, I hate Chick Fil A. That place is trash. Can I, I should have said on that. <laughs> nah, but my thing is just like if everyone always says what you just said, yo, Canes is fire because their sauce is fire. I don't go for their sauce. I go for the first chicken. of all. That's not what I said. Chicken. I said I, I, maybe that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I said. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. But I'm just. It's just like <sighs> eat more chicken. That's Chick Fil A's mom. Oh no, eat more beef or some. I forgot. Yeah, I went to I went to Canes one time. And I was that so was frustrated. Dunk. That was my jam, like after the club. I almost after DJ. I almost swung on the fucking person that sent me the food. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I drove all the way out here for this. Oh man! Did you go to Downey? I went to, um, yeah, 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 I did. I think that would be the closest from. I was hot, bro. <laughs> Damn. Because my mom was like, "Yo, man, you gotta try this, dude." I was like, "Let's do it." And they're open late. So too. sorry, you feel that way. <laughs> I was just sitting there like. <laughs> This is it. Like you don't flavor you don't flavor your chicken. Damn. It makes sense because you know. True. No seasoning. That's funny. Speaking of flavor though, 
this uh, <laughs> that's a wax segue. I was waiting <laughs> to see where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> well, because uh, you went like this, like, Ooh. <laughs> oh, bro, uh, <laughs> who did that? <laughs> you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You did. When we, when we run this back, you'll see it. Was, but anyway, I was waiting. Your 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 song. Uh, your song, mine. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good song. It has a lot of flavor. Thank you. If you if you will like elaborate on on how you uh, got to create that song in your 2019 Nissan Rogue, <laughs> man. So honestly, that's a song. Uh, so I'm a. This is a little bit of game. You can go on YouTube and find people that make beats. If you guys didn't know that, and uh, there was this dude that like hit me up. He was like, he said, "Hey, can you remix the song I have?" Is this kid named John Con- Conception from Toronto? And he had this song called Hit My Line. And if y'all have heard it, it's crazy. This fool's like falsettos left and right. He's crazy. So the guy that made the beat for him hit me up and was like, hey, I got this song for you. You might like it. And it was the beat for mine. So when I first heard it, I was kind of like, ah, it sounds kind of weird. You know, it's kind of a little, little out there. And then, so what I do is like I drive for like 30 minutes with like beats playing. And then I'll just sing like gibberish. And then when mine kept playing, I, I kept I kept singing the girl, I'm mad that you ain't mine. I just kept saying that part and I was like, ah, okay. Can we get a little bit more echo? On <laughs> Thanks. Uh, excuse me, engineer. Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> just nobody sitting there. Turn up. There's <laughs> nobody there. There's nobody there. Turn, turn, can you turn me up real quick? Yeah. I got you in post. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, so I just kept, I had that little, that little, that one line, the, the girl I'm mad that you ain't mine. And I was like, oh, sick. And it literally just like spilled. It was just easy. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's it relatable. Just, yeah. I was just like, yo, like, if I was single, because I'm not single, shout out to baby girl Monica. Hey. But <laughs> if I was single, like, how would I go out and try and talk to a girl? Or like, how would I feel? Knowing that I'm going to see a girl at a party that I'm trying to get at. And I was like, cool. There, there it is. Because every girl I know has a man. So I was like, you know, girl, I'm mad that you ain't mine. And then I was like, the song's fun and bouncy. So I try to like play with that, like with the melodies. Because I feel like sweet melodies will always hit. Like it's like very like a un- unapologetically pop. Yeah. Like I love pop music. Yeah. But I feel like there's a lot of it that you can take and put into like R&B yeah. and hip hop and just use like those super like sweet melodies. It's like the nuances that yeah. you captured from it. Yeah, yeah, because it's just stuff that that they do in pop that can translate really well into like R&B, hip hop type of stuff because it's such a sweet sounding thing. Like you said, super like like pop and like uh, not generic, but you used the word I'm trying to blank it out right now. You said a uh, Mainstream? Mainstream, mm-hmm. yeah. Like in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I, yeah. I don't take mainstream negatively at yeah. all. I think that's a cool thing. Yeah. But it's like if you could blend it, which is what I've been like learning, is like you can take a bunch of different stuff and fit it into a genre. Like biggest example is Lil Nas. Mm. That took the most random genre and made it work. Mm-hmm. And now it's just him that can do it. Because if you do it, if anyone else were to do it, you're a complete ripoff. But that's his name. True. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, it's a good person. So, was, yeah, so I, I always try to keep that in mind. It's like when I now, because I took like a year off making music because I was just like all over the place, like here. And when I finally like came back to a good spot, it just kind of like clicked. I was like, all right, now that I'm like 
I need to, if I'm coming back, I got to come back properly. It can't just be like, here's a random ass song. And mine was the song that came out like that. That was, that worked for me. I was like, this is it. And um, I just, yeah, that's what I want. I wanted to like, I knew my, my thing was like, I can't really sing as well. I'm not a rapper rapper, but I can do both like pretty cool. And I knew my brand. I knew what what I was as an artist, and I'm trying to stick to that now, which is kind of working out cool with the songs you heard. I hope y'all fucked with that. So definitely. So yes, you know, you just gotta know your brand, and mine is kind of like kicking that off. Yo, it's been getting a lot combat. of recognition on yeah. the radio. Yeah, shout wanna, out. Wanna tap tap in on that? Yeah, uh, shout out to 92.3 Nico Blitz, shouting uh, my song mine on the radio every now and then. Oh. Hey. And then 99.1, KGGI, they've been playing it every now and then too. Dope. And nice. That's no cloud chasing. It was just they heard the song and been like, yo, we want this to be on the radio. BBC Radio, mate. Oh, yeah, BBC Radio. That shit yeah. made me, that shit tripped me out. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was wild. It was one extra. Yeah. It was uh, on Twitter, someone like tagged me in it. They were like, yo, you know, you're on BBC. And I was like, stop. That's BBC hard. The Channel? And I was like, damn. You know, nope. BBC could be be something else. It's <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of podcast. Let us not go there. Uh, that's so, a that's a that's a nod to Jesus and Meryl. Yeah, shout out Jesus and Meryl because they always say that BBC the channel the channel. <laughs> but well, it's true. And I, so that's I feel like it's the type of record that'll be on like the next like you know Beats One kind of like selection mix too. Like it could be. I mean, if it's not already I'm trying. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a uh, there's ways to find out people. Find out who works at those places. Yeah, it's definitely. A, it's a small world. Just I know, a, just on the people that I know that you know, that I know, that we know. I know that you know. that we know. <laughs> It's pretty much already there. It's playing yeah. right now. It's yeah. on there. <laughs> I was there. I was there. <laughs> Jordan made it happen. I was there. Thank You're welcome. You. Thank you. Nah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's... Uh, we should wrap it up. I think that's everything. We covered everything yeah. for the most part. Good, yeah. good chats. You want to uh, know what... Uh, can't even get my words right because this kombucha is kicking my butt right now. It feels so good, dog. I'm telling you. You're about to be super regular. Yeah, this kombucha like mellowed me out, dude. This Where could they like find you? With CBD. Yeah, there Mike's you go. Mike's a sellout, bro. He was drinking Arrowhead water yesterday. Now all of a sudden, oh, kombucha on, on camera. Arrowhead? Don't let the lights fool you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the lights change you, bro. Right. <laughs> Got your own cup. Clout, clout chasing. Do anything for clout, bro. Just, just throwing it out there. I can see that different angles. But yeah, where, where can they find you on social media and all uh, that stuff? Everything simple. I made it real simple. K dot C E R O. Yeah, at K dot C E R O on everything. There Except for Twitter's K Cero underscore. But everything is K dot C E R O. Does somebody have K dot Cero on on uh, Twitter? The only reason why is because they don't let you put periods on your app. Uh, that's why. And Instagram let me put, oh, when they first let you put the period, I was the first person that got it. Boop. Mm. <laughs> Official <laughs> at pop. K.C.E.R.O. <laughs> okay, don't. So, what's, up? Yeah. so what's the next thing dropping? Uh, I got a song coming out pretty soon called Things to Do. It's, you know, when you trying to smack a girl late at night. It's called Things to Do. It's a it's a cool vibey song. We let in we let in some some time go by before we drop it, but we got some stuff coming this summer. You don't know this kind of slang to you too old. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun summer. That's that's all I'm gonna say. And I'll tell Mike. It has been. Speaking of yeah. fun summers, we got something going on on Saturday. Oh yeah, we do. This Saturday, me and Mike gonna be at six two six nine market at uh, ten thirty. Yeah. We yeah. closing the night out. Nice. Big gangs. Yeah. Dope. So. It's gonna be fun. Have you guys been? You guys been to? Six I've been. Six? I've been one time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, I might pull up. I don't got anything. It's wild. I, I intentionally it's left wild. Saturday open this Saturday. So. Yeah. True. So, 10.30? 10.30. Yeah, I'm on at 10.30. 10.30 11.30. I'm like the last person going on that night. You got an hour set? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I don't got the stamina for that. So we'll geez. figure it out. We'll find out. Well, I know somebody we'll, that could pay $50 to open for you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> My controller's already there. Bull action. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's gonna do a bull action set. <laughs> you guys, whatever. Yeah. You guys had stinky tofu though. No, <laughs> I had to. I had to segue out of that. I don't know. I didn't no, know, I I know any it. better way. But like stinky tofu, y'all had stinky tofu. You know what's wild? The last time I went to Six Six Night Market. Bull action. You're still on that. I can't get over that. <laughs> yeah. You guys didn't. You guys never heard of bull action? No, I have. I okay. dude. Okay. You know I do. It. You might have told do, me about it. Yeah, I do uh, <laughs> impersonation of Joe K pretty well sometimes. You sound like Joe K. Okay. You tuned in to <laughs> Soul Action Radio. <laughs> Number dum, three. Dum, 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 dum. Yo, if this is how he first hears about you, bro, that'd be the funniest thing. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just. Oh, you're the guy that uh, impersonates me, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for him to come up to me. Be like, "Hey, nice to meet you." Finally. <laughs> be like, "Hey, man." You. <laughs> <laughs> bowl action, huh? Like I'm a Beats One. Yeah. Look at me no. now. Nah, just go on SoundCloud type in bowl action, like B O W. No, it's it's hilarious. B-O-U-L. And it's, it's like it's there's like, like a fake Sango type beat. There's like a ding ding ding. It's like an exaggerated like. <laughs> it's no, yeah. Like think really of a Sango type beat with like a 2014-15 selection before, type before beat. Before you got hit by the Spanish hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah before whole. that, when it was just all like when it was like future wave. New beats, yeah. new beats, future sound, future selection. All right, I'm gonna check that out. That's fucking funny. <laughs> but yeah, six to six nine market. Yeah, there it is. I'm a roll six to six. No, I haven't had stinky tofu. Have you had stinky tofu? Nah, I went to six six nine market one time. I've never been. That's right. It's a lot of good. I mean, it's good food. I love Asian food. I love fusion food. It just looks crazy overcrowded. Yeah, and it's like you're absolutely right. You are not wrong. I think I went before I before I met you guys, and I was like, I went, and the people I went with. No, the people I went with, they they were like mad at me because I went and I just went to all the places that had musubi. Yeah. Oh. They're like, of all the things you could come here and eat, you're just going to come and eat like the thing that you know you make better than all these people. I was like, yeah, I was just doing market research at the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh. like, and I was like, I want to, before getting into it, I was like, I tried like, you know, float your boat and, Mama you know, musubi, musubi. Mama yeah. musubi. And there's one that's like, it's phonetically musubi. Yeah. And it's just like, they're like, you just spent $25 on musubi. And I was like, I don't know what's, what's what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> but, uh, I'm down to come through Saturday. Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm going to see if I can cool. check it out. Yeah, cool. You got an event coming up soon as well? Oh, yeah. On uh, the following Saturday, we got this thing called Sample Flip Saturday. Uh, partnering okay. up with this website called TrackLib uh, and uh, iStandard. Uh, TrackLib, they're basically a website that allows producers to clear samples. It's like Splice. Ooh. You buy a sample and it's when you buy it for like $1.99, you automat- it tells you how to clear it, what the points are going to be, and what the fee is going to be to clear it. So for people that are like doing sample-based music that aren't trying to get their royalties taken away from them, like, you know, do it right. So anyway, so they're going to be doing an event here at uh, Productive Culture HQ. We're partnering up with uh, the Reverse Orangutan and Union Cowork. We're going to have 40 producers. You guys have one hour to make a beat. The winner gets um, the track cleared, and they get, like, credits on the website, and they get entrance into this showcase that we're doing in August with High Standard, um, it's a producer showcase, and that's they get free entrance into that. So, so that's happening Dope. on the twentieth. Yeah, 
and it gets uh, featured by Kisa Rowe on his <laughs> SoundCloud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the top, top, top repost. Artist playlist on Spotify. Yeah. Spotlight, spotlight. spotlight. <laughs> there it is. So, yeah, good stuff. Nice. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. <clears throat> thank you for Kisa coming. Rowe, thank you for joining thank us, you, man. Thank you for having me, yeah. So with that being said, peace. Peace out. out. Peace.